everybody and oh. we've got a special treat for you tonight because we are joined after the exclusive youtube premiere and the live broadcast on mm-hmm. in your days music by the heavy north we've got a full band here hello boys hello family hello all sounding wonderfully fresh after your uh, caravan in oxford at the weekend <laughs> Don't know about that. <laughs> so, so then, six months on since what's now become an iconic gig in one of the most iconic venues in the world. And I just want to come to you first, Steve. The opener on that night, Sergeant Peppers, and that takes balls. Like, whose idea was it to open up at the cavern with Sergeant Peppers' Lonely Hearts Club Band? <laughs> I think it was um yeah it was a bit of a bold shout to be fair but it was kind of planted um, the idea was was, was planted by uh, Dave Monks BBC introducing because he did say one or two of his artists who played as his showcase nights at the cabin before have done a Beatles track so I said to the lads what 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 do we reckon like and I thought um, particularly Jack and Jose on the guitar because it was actually Jack's first full band gig with us as well um I thought that the two guitars would be a uh, sound naughty doing that opening lick for Sergeant Peppers. So we thought uh, we'd give that a whirl, and to be fair, we nailed it in a, in a day or two. And I think Jack did a lot of the uh, backbone of the work on that one, and worked out the structures and the the key change and stuff like that. So yeah, it was a bit ballsy, but I think it's it's gone down quite well, mate. Um, and we were a bit worried before on that premiere in case it was going to get pulled down like a copyright thing as well. Um, but it's uh, luckily it seemed to be all right, maybe that lab there or something. But yeah, it was great. Thanks, mate. I reckon uh, Maka and Ringo would give it the form of approval. <laughs> oh, nice one. <laughs> I remember. Like I put a tweet out that night after the gig. I was walking down Matthew Street. It was absolutely buzzing. And I tweeted that video and I said, that is how you come out to a gig in your hometown at the cavern with bells on it. <laughs> oh, nice one, mate. And Jack then, coming to you, mate. So I thought, well, I mean, it was the first time I'd seen the heavy north as a six. And I, what blew me away was just the wall of sound. And like Dan, Dan was there with me as well. Like we were stood there just in... Or it was just like, it sounded like a force of nature. How was it for you, mate? Like, on that stage with that crowd, first gig with the boys? It was, uh, yeah, it was memorable. I think we, um, we well, please speaking for myself, I shot myself in the foot by having a massive Italian meal before we went on. Had about three <laughs> pints. <laughs> so I, was, I was like, I was not totally ready for it. I was a bit more like thinking I might want to just go to bed. But, but as soon as I got out there and yeah, just like seeing everyone and we you know we, we hit into Sides and Peppers, that was it. Then the adrenaline kicked in and yeah, it was cool. Yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, a little bit nervous, but yeah, a couple of songs in it was, it was fine. But yeah, it was a great, great night. I think you all went for the feast, didn't you? Did you go for like a, a band feast together? 
Oh, yeah. Like happened, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember me and Danny from uh, from in your days, we were sat there like in Rudy's and we were having a pizza. And I'm sure like Dan was on Twitter saying, oh, they're having half boys at him, wherever. And it was like, yes, the last supper before going on stage. Oh, yeah, we were in Castle Italian, just all left far too much. Oh, I was, to be honest, it was my idea, and Steve, the voice of reason, was like, you sure we want to be eating loads of pasta before we go on stage? And I was yeah, but it's proper nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was speaking on my own myself, saying, you know, I was saying, you know, I'd be too bloated with a belly full of pasta, but, yeah, you're right, I think we did eat a bit too much. I think I had, like, a big pizza and a little bit of garlic bread as well. So, yeah, yeah heavy on the carbs. Yeah, we were all literally just walking back to the cabin like that, but like trying to burp. And some fat, I won't name names. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Jose, man, coming to you. So, what do you remember most from the gig? Oh my God. It, it was for me, I was flying. Uh, you know, um, the pizza wasn't too bad. So I was, I was probably hungry though. So I think I ate it about five minutes after and it was, you know, disappeared in my body. So um, yeah, it was it was amazing. One of the I think one of the main reasons that I'm in, in, in this country is because I I went I came on holiday when I was 19 and I went to the cabin and I watched the gig in there and I was blown away and I was like I was a proper bit of a fan as well. My dad was as well. And uh, and I said to myself, Oh, you know, if I ever play here, I'll be my dream come true, and it did come true. So, uh, so I was playing and I was seeing everyone because we, we knew everyone in there pretty much. It was sold out, but I think every single person we know, uh, they went to the gig, and then it was just so special. I was like, wow, dream come true for me, definitely with my mates at the cabin. It's awesome. Wow, man, that's amazing. And, like, I remember that night, what blew me away, just walking around and seeing, like, Chris Shaddock's drum skin from Oasis and, like, you know, pictures of the Art Monkeys playing there probably around that time in 2007 as well. And, like, it's just steeped, obviously, with history over the last 60 years. And uh, we've got a couple of questions now coming in from the guys on Twitter. So, David, who uh, we all know as Pen Hits Paper, Mr Wigan himself... He's asked, and I'm going to come, Andy, I'm going to come to you with this one, mate. So he said, you've done the cavern. What's another bucket list venue? Oh, um, another venue. Uh, not sure, to be honest. Like, it'd be nice to go back to the arena at some point. That'd be nice. Obviously, we've done that during lockdown for um, the Digital Music Festival, but it'd be amazing to go back in there. Obviously, um, that'd be a bit of a, a highlight for us and the lads. Well, for me and the lads, should I say, that'd be ace. Yes, and uh, we've got aim high. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? And we've got another one now from the Queen of Belfast herself, Miss Paula. So, Mark, I'm going to come to you. What is typically on the heavy north rider? Well, I don't think we're big enough to have a rider. Yes, <laughs> I, I think, okay. I think, I think just anything. Just can we have something? <laughs> yeah, just uh... I, I don't know. Have we have we ever requested one? I don't think we've ever. I don't think we've been ever had a rider in advance. It's usually just beer and water and like whatever buses are on uh, on offer, isn't it? Room temperature water. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Three white doves. You know all that. White doves. <laughs> Maybe you've got I to put a request in them yeah. for the zoot hunt. Well. I can't say though. I think we were properly well looked after. We were quite well looked after at that front row festival at the weekend. So a shout out to uh, 
to keep them a team there who uh, who really looked at us from uh, even when we arrived to to when we finished and leaving our stuff there overnight. So yeah, in regards to our riders, even though we haven't officially requested stuff, we have been spoiled rotten on some of them. Other ones, yeah, lukewarm water, maybe a pack of crisps this year. Yeah, depending on how everyone's stomach is, maybe a toilet roll in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Okay, then we've got another question. So, Colin, um, who was up dancing at the Sessions gig last weekend, and he wants to know, Kenny, I'm going to ask you, are there any plans for a Manchester gig soon? Another Manchester gig? Oh, um, not at the moment, although, you know, it's only it's only around the corner, so, you know, you never, you never know one could pop up, but as it stands, um, we don't really have anything planned after our tour in September. We've got to see how the land lies after that, uh, gig-wise. Because we're doing it, um, we're, we're starting to get the wheels in motion out for album number two and starting to uh, look at working on that. So um, it really depends where we're up to and how much how much of the album we can get done between now and the tour, really. So then, we do want a little exclusive, seeing as how you've just dropped that. Have we got any tunes written for album number two? How deep in the development stage is it? Oh well, um, still, still bouncing around ideas at the minute. We've got, we've got plenty of tunes. It's uh, tunes and uh, tunes are never an issue. It's more just getting the time and, and getting together to do them, really. Um, but yeah, Jose's got a very long, comprehensive list of uh, work <laughs> that he can be getting on with. So yeah, yeah, smashing it. And what are linking nicely with that? Because we have had another question. What's the writing process between the band? Um, it's usually, it, it tends, a lot of it tends to be down to the, our WhatsApp group. We'll have an idea. We'll just bounce it around the lads. We can work on it at home. And then um, Jose can get in the studio, get a structure down, and then we'll just build it around that. You, that's usually the case. You know, sometimes we'll jam a tune out in the studio all together and just come come up with something spontaneous. But um but at the minute since lockdown and stuff it's tended to be more just bouncing ideas through texts and stuff like that and then building them from there. Nice. I bet that's some WhatsApp group, the heavy north WhatsApp group. Oh yeah there, there's a lot of stuff that people <laughs> we can never let that stuff get out. <laughs> Oh my god, damage limitation on the press and the media. There, I think it's like the WhatsApp's been hacked. We have 24 hours to flip this story around. (laughs) (laughs) Best PR officer in the business. So, of course, tonight celebrates six months since what now is becoming that iconic gig. And since then, I mean, your highlight reel. The last six months, album release on record store day, which can I just say, I mean, that that was some piece of marketing that. I mean, I was at one of your gigs that you did that day to promote it, but getting the album out on National Record Store Day and it's one been one of the best debut albums of the year. And I know that it's been met with such positive response. I mean, that must have felt amazing, right? Yeah, I think... Um... The, the past couple of months have been quite busy for us, uh, Lewis, as you say, mate. And I think the record store day was uh, a way of trying to make something positive out of something negative because ultimately the um, the record should have really been with us before Christmas. And due to the manufacturing delay, it just kept kind of getting pushed back. So we were thinking, 
we were going to plot a tour in April uh, with our booking agent, but um, that ended up getting pushed back, obviously, until September, because in the worst point, we were getting told it wouldn't have it till August, so that would have been a full 12 months since finishing the album, so you can imagine we were up the wall thinking, what can we do here? And luckily, we did get the shout that they'd be arriving with us at the end of March, so we had a kind of tense week or two where we'd all sit in there with boxes of records, and we even played a couple of gigs where we couldn't actually sell our album, but we had it in the boot of our car. We, oh, we, man. Because we, we'd already made that kind of plan to put out on records all day in April. So, um, yeah, it, it, it has been a good uh, good couple of months, mate. And, and big thanks to yourself and Dan and everyone in the online community for all the support as well. I mean, I think it all came to fruition, really, at the sessions um, in Manchester, which, you know, that was a big moment for, our, for us as well to kind of meet and play to, to that kind of community. It did. And, like, I mean, is that gig drew to the close and everyone got down in this circle. I just think that was a real moment. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, to be fair, I, I wasn't really um, clocking it live, to be fair, because I, th- I had my head down on my keyboard, but I remember uh, looking over at, at Ken giving it beans and and, uh, and I was there, I think they obviously sort of front and centre there to, to witness the, the circle with Kimbo. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it was just, uh, it was a special, special moment. And of course, uh, what a cause and, and what a day it was. And I just remember standing right underneath Kenny's microphone, looking at Kenny, looking at Jose, and you'd done your set and everyone wanted another tune. And I could just see it go down the line. Everyone was like, yeah, do we, do we sort of know this one? Do we know this one? And then you belted out the Rolling Stones. Yes. <laughs> that wasn't planned. It went well. <laughs> it did go well. I could tell it was spontaneous because everyone was just like, yeah, yeah, I think we can. Yeah. I think we could could tell start. it was spontaneous. Half of us never played it. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it. I mean, I was there. I know, were all of you at the Anfield gig, by the way, the Stones gig? I know. Yeah. Me, right, I was going to say, I know you were a couple of you representing, but yeah, what a gig that was in there. No, it was, uh, it was a special cover. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was amazing. I was standing next to John Lennon's sister. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, was, I was twatted. I mean, they could have seen <laughs> that on the radio. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Ofcom are going to find us. <laughs> no, I, I, was, I was very drunk. And um, I, was stand, I was just like standing there. And, and I've been thinking for a little bit, who's that woman standing? I know her from somewhere. You know, like just like if you've seen someone in the street and then it tweaked and it went, oh my God, I've just realised who you are. And she just put her fingers to her lips and was like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> and then I just went over and gave her a big hug. A, a fella who she was with didn't look particularly happy. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did apologise. I don't just go around hugging strangers usually. That is insane. John Lennon's gig at Rolling Stones gig at Anfield. Yeah. And all of the Twitter community have been answering a poll that we put out a few days ago um, and have been voting for their favourite Heavy North song. And we're going to reveal the top three in a minute. But before we do, I just want to know from the album if we've got a clean sweep within the band or if there's a little bit of variety. So I'm going to ask each of you, just off the hook, Give me your favourite tune from your debut album. I'm coming to you first, Steve. Um, it's quite a difficult uh, choice, really, because I think um, a, a lot of the tunes mean a lot to each of us, I suppose. But I think for me, I've always um, enjoyed listening, but also playing uh, No Good. 
I oh, think yes. as a as a track itself, and it helped that we worked quite hard with um, with Dan and Bobby Schofield on the music video for it as well. And I think that definitely took us up a notch in regards to the kind of um, not just the the track itself, but the whole package um, with the video, the release, the, track, the song itself. I think that all worked really well for us. So no good is my favourite track off Electric Soul Machine. Great choice, mate. Jose, you're in the chair. Yeah, oh, tough one. Uh, love them all so much, um, especially because I probably listen to them more than anyone in, in the world. What I was <laughs> mentioning. Oh, I don't know. I think, I think Gabby will give you some competition. You never know. We'll find out in September, you know, 24th, when we play the Club. You will. Um, it, well, I'd say, I mean, no good really special in the slump but um, enjoy playing this darkness as well darkness in your eyes it's just it just it's got everything in it it's a stomping type of tune it's got big riff it's got big solo it's got a you know like a quiet part in the middle people are like clapping you can interact with the crowd Kenny just does it really well when we play it live and people just sing it back at you so it just I'd say it's probably my favourite one to play live as well no I agree with you mate it's a real stomper and how about you Andy? For me, um, I reckon, yeah, She Gets Me Higher, my favourite. It's it's one like where we all sort of put our head down and sort of just enjoy the music for a bit, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's not necessarily like a shoegazer one, but it's 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 one of them ones that just sort of ticks away and then builds up and sort of crescendos towards the end. But, yeah, that one. I quite like playing No Good, but um, No Good's pretty simple on the bass. The reason I like playing that one is I can just sort of sit back with the drums and um, just admire the guitar work, really, and the, the keys and stuff. So, um, but yeah, definitely, she gets me higher for me. Absolutely, another great tune. And how about you, Mark? Um, I probably say "Darkness in Your Eyes" as well. Um, I, I was going to say "To the Winter Go," but "Darkness" is really fun to play, and I've had to build up to that one because it's the one where I'm probably laying into the drums the most. I always thought when I wrote the drums, I was like, "God, oh, it's dead easy. Let's do four on the floor, and it's just all the way through, and it sounds." Actually kicks me ass every time live. It's like it's like it's like the most fun. First couple of times we played it in that um, cabin video, me, me and are cramping up like mad. I've had to build up to playing that one live more, and now it's like one of my favourites to play live. So I think uh, yeah, darkness I reckon. But as a song as well, like it's probably the one I I would actually listen to, like myself, like off the album, like uh, yeah, that I probably would anyway. So we've got a couple of uh, a couple of votes there for darkness and Jack. It was the genie. You always said firmly, you know, the genie's my favourite tune. But recently, I think um, falling down on you's overtook it. Like since we started jamming it, uh, I don't know. I just love the way it goes off at the end. It just absolutely explodes, and uh, that's the one I've been when I want to put the album on. That's the one I kind of gravitate to now. So I'm, I'm going to say that I think falling down on you. Nice. And last but not least, Kenny. Um, it's I. I love the genie. Um, well, I love all of them, but. Uh, I, lo- I love the genie, especially the genie came about just um, we, we, it was one of the spontaneous uh, rehearsals we had. I was Andy wasn't or somebody wasn't there, and I ended up just messing about on the bass, and and come up with the bow 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 no bow no. So we ended up just jamming it from there. But I, I also love the um, the trumpet at the end, which was um, played by like a really amazing uh, Liverpool musician called Martin Smith. And he plays with he's played with like well he was playing with Mick Head last week, he plays with um, the Coral and stuff like that really. Ah really right. 
Yeah. Do you know something? That was quite a surprise to me the first time I heard the album. And then when that trumpet came in, I was like, yes, that was a real moment. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's so cool. I was, we were actually, I was absolutely blown away when, when we heard it from the studio because Jose just had, you know, got, had got him in to do a session. So we were just like, Jose was just sending the video. I was going, yeah, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And just when he started on, with that, he had like a little cup thing on the top of it, you know, to make the swells. It was, yeah, brilliant. Quality. Well, I loved well, all the answers. And, like, I mean, I think if I was saying, I'd probably go different again. I think for me, I loved the album from as a piece, start to finish, but to the wind I go. When that harmonica, and then we just start laying them blues down. And live, I think, like, the whole audience is with you, and it's just like... Everyone, when they're singing it back to you, I just think it's a real, real moment. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a similar thing with um, to the uh, not to the when I go. Um, as long as you're with me, it'll be yes. um, at the, with the strings at the uh, the Liverpool gig on twenty fourth because that's one of the songs which I, I I never listen to. The only time I ever hear it is when we play it as as a band. I, I never sit down and listen to it. Um, I came on shuffle um, in the car the other week and I was like. So I'll just keep it on. So I put it on, and it's when the strings came in. I always remember being in the studio and watching was me, I think Penny, and obviously Jose was there as well. And it was just like standing in the room, listening to the four of them just just play. It was, yeah, it makes your hair stand up a little bit, you know what I mean? It was good. It does. The first time I heard that track, it was like, Jesus, man, this could have come out of Detroit in 1968 or somewhere else in the States in the 60s. And it was just, wow, what a, what an absolute tune. And before we do reveal the top three from the Twitter fan base, I just want to talk, and Andy, you've just touched on the gig, because, of course, we know that you guys are going on tour and it's a nationwide tour in September, but the Liverpool show in particular is going to be extra special. And I just want to... Andy, while we're chatting, I just want to ask you, mate, like, you're going to be having a 12-piece band with you as well, is it? Yeah, so it'll be, the, um, be obviously us lads and then the um, four-string, um, well, the string quartet, um, and then we'll also have um, a couple of brass players on the section there as well. So, yeah, be 12 of us in total. And that's that, again, is going to be a really special gig, homecoming gig. And is it the final night on the tour as well? Yeah, the last night on the 24th, so... But obviously the the run of dates leading up to that, and then the last one, the penultimate one, just a, at our home gig. So that'll be awesome as well. Ticket sales are looking pretty cool as well. So make sure people start snapping some of them up because it's it's on its way out as well. So that's pretty cool. Oh, that's um, great. But looking forward to obviously just rehearsing as well with the with the lads on the quartet and the brass section as well because again, it's something we've never done as a band. So it's going to be awesome. I like it. I like it when bands push the boundaries and it's going to be, it's going to sound different, but it's going to sound so special as well on the night. And guys, if you haven't already hit up the Heavy North, the website, hit them links, get them tickets because the tour is going to be special, but that Liverpool show is not to be missed. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Make sure you're there, you get there, Duckers. Yes. I want to see you there. That's how <laughs> Surprise me, Dad. That's nice you to go to today's for breakfast. He's asked everyone else. <laughs> oh, mate, your dad crapped me up at the Manchester game with that story. Oh, my God. I'd love to go round and have a fry up with Gil. 
Well, I think he's invited to eighty now as well, so we're going to chew in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. So the moment we've been waiting for the top three heavy north songs as voted for by you lot on Twitter. Okay, can we? Uh... We get a drum roll, Mark. You need a drum roll, mate. <laughs> yeah, I have to get one out. Uh, make my noise the neighbours. You know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, coming in at number three, it is Satisfy You. And number two, a couple of you went for this one. It's Darkness in Your Eyes. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, yes. And number one. Heavy North song as voted for you lovely lot on Twitter. As long as you are here with me. Mm. Oh. I was I was expecting to the wins I go. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know something? I was I was when I looked yeah. at it and I was like, yeah, but it's mine anyway. To the wind I go is mine. And uh, <laughs> Can I also say, guys, and, and like Kenny as well, thank you so much for the harmonica donation. And, uh, of course, that really culminated uh, the In Your Ears weekend last weekend, and it raised a lot of money. I think it went for £250, and it's all going to Macmillan Cancer Support. So that is amazing. So thank you all. Oh, absolute pleasure. And it was great to be involved with something like that as well. Just, you know, anything, yeah, we, can, anything we can do for, for such a good cause. You know, it's our absolute pleasure. Well, thank you, and it was it was a real moment, and uh, yeah, that brings to uh, to the end our little Q and A, guys. Oh, thanks so uh, much, Lewis, mate. Thank yeah, you so much, Lewis and Dan. And th thanks for everyone who's uh, who watched us on YouTube tonight as well, and all the boss comments on there. It's uh, yeah, blowing us away again. A bit like uh, the sessions in Manchester again. That kind of overwhelming thing. It's, it's boss. So yeah, thanks again to you to you and, and to Dan and the New Year's crowds and. Everyone online as well, made up, mate. Nice one, boys. Well, it's a it's a special gig, and it's uh, it's going to be there now on YouTube forever for us all to enjoy. I know I, I'm going to be playing it over the weekend with a couple of drinks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice, good idea. Yes. <laughs> okay, then let's hear it for the heavy north. Thank you, boys. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Guys. Enjoy the rest of the Cheers. week. Good luck. Thank you.
the way and walk away Should I change your down Beg you to stay Or will you make me feel Or will you You make me feel Because you 